0: This is Soccer News IV. Soccer News IV, it's in your veins. Brought to you by SoccerOM.com from Bumblebee to high school to college to the pros. Before the best coaches go to practice, they go to SoccerOM.com. Hello and welcome. I'm Stephen Parr, the host of Soccer News IV. Here is our top story. Well, the playoffs are here. Regular season ended last week, so after 29 weeks and 32 games, we've eliminated four out of 12 teams. In the Eastern Conference, Columbus was eliminated a couple of weeks back. For Kansas City, it simply came down to the last game and the Wizards just weren't able to get it done. In the West, L.A. and Real Salt Lake are now just waiting for next year. Both teams ended up one win short of a trip to the postseason. 32 games in a season, and they were one win shy. I'll have more on the playoffs in just a few minutes, but now it's time to take a look back at the regular season. First of all, Jeff Cunningham of Real Salt Lake at least has something to smile about. With 16 goals this year, he takes home the Golden Boot Award. D.C.'s Christian Gomez and Chivas' Ante Razov scored with 14 on the season. Carlos Ruiz was fourth with 13 goals, and L.A.'s Landon Donovan netted a total of 12. MLS announced its nominees for the year's other Best of Awards. Medi Belucci, Jonathan Bornstein, and Sasha Kleiston are all nominated for Rookie of the Year, and they all have difficult-to-pronounce names. Bornstein should win this hands down. He played every minute of every game for Chivas USA this year and was a big part of that team's turnaround. On Thursday, MLS named Troy Perkins of D.C. United Keeper of the Year. New England's Matt Reese and Colorado's Joe Cannon were the other nominees. Now nothing against Perkins, but in my opinion, Reese should have won this award. He had the league's second highest save percentage, stopping 80.1% of the shots he faced. Perkins' save percentage was 746 Reese led the league with 10 shutouts, Perkins had 8, and Reese's goals against average was 1.09, while Perkins led in 1.13. So you see in all three of those categories, well, Reese did better than Perkins, and yet Perkins is the keeper of the year. The thing that really confused me was Joe Cannon. He shouldn't have even been on the list of the top three. He had the league's worst goals against average and the 10th worst saves percentage. L.A.'s Kevin Hartman should have been the person third on the list since he posted nine shutouts, had a 1.14 goals against average, and saved 73.3 of the shots he faced. And that was on the team L.A. Galaxy. The coach of the year will be either Chivas's Bob Bradley, D.C.'s Peter Nowak, or Chicago's Dave Sarakin. Personally, I believe Bradley deserves the nod for the turnaround job he did there in California. And the three nominees for the league MVP are Jeff Cunningham, Dwayne Rosario, and Christian Gomez. Many people just believe the MVP should be the best player on the best team, and that would likely be Gomez, who plays for D.C. I like to think of the award more as the player who was most valuable to his team. For me, that has to be Jeff Cunningham. He had the highest number of goals and tied Gomez with 11 assists. Just think of how bad Real Salt Lake would have been this year without him. They might have been as bad as they were last year, or maybe even worse. Gomez is obviously very good, but I believe D.C. would have found a way to win without him. I just don't see Salt Lake having won many games at all without Cunningham. Well, let's look to the games. Last Saturday, the Columbus crew finished a dismal season with a 1-0 loss. New England scored in the 88th minute to take the full three points. And Columbus set a new MLS record for the fewest number of goals per game this season. Well, there's always next year. The game with the most on the line last weekend was the match between Kansas City and Red Bull New York. The winner was going to the playoffs. The loser was going home. Kansas City started the scoring in the 23rd minute but then gave up two penalties. Amado Guevara scored both, the first in the 31st minute, the second just 15 minutes after halftime. Guevara rounded out a hat trick with an unassisted goal in the 75th, and Red Bull won 3-2. All Colorado had to do to make the playoffs was tie Houston, and that's exactly what they did, although it it seems like they did it the hard way. You see Houston's Craig Weibel scored in the second minute. Then Tiago Martins tied it up in the 23rd. Then Houston scored again just before halftime, taking a 2-1 lead. Martins scored his second goal for Colorado in the 55th minute. But wait, there's more. Weibel got his second goal of the game and fifth of the season in the 73rd minute. And somehow Colorado came back a third time to tie it up 3 all. In the 88th minute. Dallas fell apart against the already eliminated LA Galaxy. LA put in five goals on the hoops. Landon Donovan scored twice. And Kobe Jones hit his fourth goal of the year. I should say his fourth and last. On Sunday, Chicago and D.C. played a meaningless game. Chicago won it 3-2. Later, Chivas USA and Real Salt Lake played another meaningless game and tied 1-1. So that leads us to the schedule. The playoff schedule. Try again. On Saturday, D.C. heads to the Meadowlands to meet Red Bull New York. The, the way the playoffs work this year is we have a home and away series where the higher-seeded team gets the home field on the second game and whoever comes out higher in aggregate points moves on. D.C. owned Red Bull this year with two wins and two ties. D.C. faced the Metro Stars in the playoffs just twice in MLS history. That was back in 1996 and 2004, and of course MetroStars then became Red Bull this year. D.C. won both of those series and then went on to the win the MLS Cup each time. That was two of D.C.'s four MLS titles. The game this weekend starts at 2 Eastern on direct kick and HD net. That evening, Saturday evening, Colorado hosts the Western Conference leader, FC Dallas. While Dallas beat Colorado three times this year and tied them once, they have never won a playoff series against the Rapids. Colorado beat Dallas in 1997, 2001, and in 2005. You can watch this match at 9 Eastern on Fox Soccer Channel. On Sunday, New England will play in Toyota Park against the Fire in their four-game series this year. Chicago won two, lost one, and tied one. The Revs and the Fire have met in the playoffs four times and split those series evenly. And get this, all four times, the winner of the series went on to the championship game. And all four times, they ended up losing the championship, settling for second place. ABC will show the first of this series at one o'clock on Sunday. Houston heads to the Home Depot Center to meet Chivas USA. This is Houston's first year in the league since they became Houston, having left San Jose and Chivas's first trip to the postseason. So there is no playoff history here, but the regular season is a different matter. The 2006 series was tied with one win apiece and two tied matches in the four games. Chivas outscored Houston 3-2. You can watch this new rivalry beginning at 4 Eastern on ESPN2. That's it for this week. I need to give a big shout out to the folks at SoccerRom.com for all of their support. For Soccer News IV, I'm Stephen Parr. Remember, Soccer News IV, it's in your bank.